Welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. This is a space where we go deep, deep within, deep within where you access the sacred wisdom within you, where my truth and the truth of the women I bring on this podcast create a remembrance within you, within your soul, within your energetic field. Here, we don't look outward, we go inward, because in my world, it's always about taking you deeper in, in where your truth lives, in where your power resides, in where your soul knows. Welcome and get ready to go to the depth with me. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. Truth is, I'm not sure where to start with this podcast, so we're just going to start. We're just going to dive right in. Some of you, many of you, I know that there's lots of new people coming into my world right now, finding me online. So if this is your first time tuning in, your first episode listening to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. I have been through many moments of transition recently, and we just took a bit of an unplanned break, an unplanned hiatus from the podcast over the past few weeks. I think it's been about six or seven weeks since we last aired an episode. And in that time, there has been a lot of moving pieces in my world, a lot of transition, a lot of change, physical transition. There's been lots of celebration in my world. There's been sadness there's been heartache as I've been navigating the death of my father. And this is why I said, we're just going to dive straight in. I feel like this is season two, part two, episode one. In reality, I, I think it's episode 11 of season two of the Jacqueline Shaw show. And I feel like I have so much to share with you. I am a line six in my human design, which means that the energy that the line six leads with is the energy of the role model, which means I share so much through my lived experiences. My lived wisdom is what really leads. And so there's a lot of storytelling in this space. And I have a lot of stories to share. The past six or seven weeks of my life, like I said, they've been full. They've been full of transition. They've been full of celebrations. It started with a birthday celebration for my husband's 40th birthday. And let me tell you, I've got like one or two episodes of experiences, lived wisdom that came through on his birthday celebrations that I will definitely record in the future for you. I've shared some of these experiences with my private clients and they deserve to be heard. So those stories will be coming. Those celebrations will be coming. I also think that my husband is going to be joining me for an episode here very soon. Immediately following my husband's birthday celebration, we landed back where my family lives. I live across the country from my family and we flew from my husband's birthday back to my family. My kiddos were already there. And on the day that I arrived, I arrived in the morning and on the evening that I arrived, my father very suddenly and very unexpectedly passed away. And that's what I really want to dive into today. Not the so much of his passing away, but what I've taken from this, from his celebration of life, from who he is, who he was, who he is as a person, the way that he lived his life. 
So that's where we're going to go with today's episode. But I'm going to keep going with all the things that have been happening, all the transition over these past six or seven weeks. So first we had my husband's birthday. We had my father's death and his celebration of life. Now we had my beautiful daughter's seventh birthday, and it was so important to deeply celebrate her. So we went on on a big, massive celebration for her birthday, and it was so fun. We went back to our home in the West Coast of Canada for two weeks following that before we made our transition down here to Costa Rica, where we live for eight months of the year, where our children go to school. We unschool school our kiddos, but we found a school here that's so aligned with how we live, so aligned with our kids being outside, so aligned with with how I desire them to learn and remain open to their soul wisdom inside. So we've been in that transition. We spent a week in LA transitioning between Canada and Costa Rica. So like I said, there's been a lot of moving pieces. There's been a lot of energy moving. There's been a lot of living. There's been a lot of celebration. If you follow me on my Instagram, Jacqueline underscore Shaw underscore, you can see all of this highlighted in my reels. I love to capture these moments and bring in this energy and the celebration energy with you. So you can find that all there. But now we have landed back in the jungle. We've been here for just over a week now. I got my first surf in today. It's rainy season here, which I absolutely love. There's pockets of sunshine and pockets of torrential downpours. And I love how wildly alive the jungle feels. I love that my soul feels like it can go so deeply inward to the depth, to the potency, to the medicine that lives inside me. So this is the vibe that I am coming to you from today in deep gratitude for the space to bring all of who I am forward, for a space to be in the fullest expression of myself, for a space to share the lessons, the learning, the lived wisdom. I often share with my clients, you know, I I often get asked if you were to start all over again, where would you start? And it would definitely be right here with a microphone, with a recording, leading in this podcast because it's my absolute favorite. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for listening. It truly is such an honor. So my dad, where to even begin and why do I feel like it's so important for me to share here, for me to record this episode? Honestly, I feel like there's been so much. Like I've been feeling my dad's presence so much. I've been feeling the closeness of him so much. And really, I want to share this with you because of the way he lived, because of the way he lived, because of the way he loved, because of who he was. And it's also been so interesting for me navigating this very human experience while also knowing and navigating the truth within my soul and the truth within my soul. You know, I talk about this so much that our human and our soul can feel very different things. And the truth in my soul is, you know, when people say, I'm sorry for your loss, Like I I feel so blessed, so blessed to receive the words and the condolences from people. And the truth is, I don't feel 
like there's loss. I feel very human moments of sadness. I feel very human moments of wishing like I could pick up my phone and text him. But mostly what I feel is celebration, celebration of his life. Mostly what I feel is the joy at the memories I have of him. Mostly what I feel is the legacy that he leaves behind of living and loving. I've heard so many stories about my dad these past few weeks, some that I knew and some that I didn't. And one thing I can tell you that everyone has said is that he always had a story. He always had a smile on his face. He always had something to share with others. He was so generous. And so when I say, I don't feel like I've lost, I feel again, sadness, of course, but I feel his memories, his energy, his legacy living on. Like I said, I feel his presence. I feel his closeness. I I truly feel like I feel him possibly more now energetically than I have the past years living across the country from him. You know, whenever we see each other, we always created such intentional time together in this past year. And actually right before his death, he had come out to visit my family for a week on the West Coast. Last year, we traveled to visit him at his winter home in Florida. And so there's lots to share and there's lots of memories. There's been lots of living. But like I said, I feel his presence so much now. I feel his guidance, the relationship. I have three sisters and the relationship, the conversations we have about him, how we each feel him, the the signs that we get that he's here, the conversations with my kiddos. Gosh, my kiddos are just so open to connection with his spirit. It's been so beautiful. Like it has been so incredibly beautiful. And so as much as you know, people say, I'm so sorry. And I'm so sorry for your loss. What I'm experiencing is the beauty, the beauty of his life, the celebration of his life. He very much has always said his entire life. Like he did not want there to be sadness when he was gone. He did not want to suffer. He did not want there to be sadness. He wanted us to have a party. He wanted us to have literally a party. I was going to say he wanted us to have a celebration, but his words were actually, he wanted us to have a party in celebration of his life. And that's exactly what we did. We threw a celebration of life for him with 500 people who showed up to celebrate his life with us. He had a second celebration of life with his friends who are more like family in Florida. Like he has been celebrated so much. His life has been celebrated so much. And this is such a testament to who he was as a person, someone full of life, full of joy. And I started off this year, I started off this year, I I made some massive pivots in my business and how I operate in my work at the very end of last year, at the end of 2022. And I really started off, my, my clients know this very well. I'm sure I've spoken about it on the podcast as well, but I really started off this year with a devotion to living and loving. Those were my words. I first, about a year ago, spoke on stage for the first time and someone asked the question, like, what do you want to be known for? And it just poured out of me the way I live and the way I love. And now 
in hindsight, seeing why I chose those words, it's so clear to me because this is what my dad represents. And as I sit here and describe him to you, as I sit here and have this conversation, I can also tell you that he was far from perfect. He was very human. In fact, he fucked up a lot, to be honest, but he was also so good, so full of love. I'm just taking a moment here. Like I said, there's moments of celebration, moments where I see so much beauty and also these moments of sadness. He had, he has such an incredible heart. Those who were lucky enough to know him, those who were lucky enough to play alongside him, those who were lucky enough to have him be their coach, know this, felt his heart. He was there whenever asked and when not asked. One of my favorite memories of my dad and my husband was when we were moving from the East Coast of Canada to the West Coast of Canada. I was actually in Arizona with the kids. It was my birthday, which is January 30th. So right, you know, smack dab in the middle of Canadian winter. And I'm in Arizona with the kids. My dad calls to wish me a happy birthday you know, asks what I'm up to. I'm like, oh, I'm just in Sedona with the kiddos. And he's like, where's Craig? And I said, he flew back to Toronto to drive all of our stuff out to BC as we are, you know, for our move there. And my dad asked like, with who? Like, who's he driving across the country with? And I said himself, he leaves tomorrow. And my dad at this point in time is living in Florida for the winter. And The next thing we know, like the next day without sharing with anyone, without telling anyone, my dad shows up. My dad shows up in Toronto and tells my husband he's hopping in the truck with him that there's no way he's letting him drive across the country alone and definitely not driving across the country alone in the middle of winter. And my dad and my husband, I mean, they always had a really great relationship. And I think this drive really solidified that. Like they they created an even deeper bond, a closer bond. They had such an incredible time. I mean, the stories that they shared after this drive, I think they liked it so much that they did it again a second time. But this is what I mean. You know, he was there when asked and he was there when not asked. As I've already mentioned, after his death and with his celebration of life, the thing that I loved the most was hearing story after story after story of people's memories of my dad, the letters that were written to us, the stories people spoke to us. And one that really sticks out in particular to me, well, a couple here I'll probably share, but one in the context of what we're talking about here was from a friend And honestly, as I say, friend, this is someone who's more of an acquaintance. And I think it's important to share that because this is a a guy that was a few years older than me and school. So it's not like he was, you know, hanging out at our house all the time and that we were super close. But he said that, and I'm literally reading his words that he shared publicly. And he said, he supported me after my father's death, made an effort to check on me. I think he often reached out to those of us who lost our parents young. 
It was never much of a spoken thing, but I knew he was there for me. These are the things, you know, the things that I didn't even know about my dad. And now I get to choose to focus on this, like these memories, the good that he was, his heart, his legacy, his living. Another story similar, but very different to this again in this, like was there when asked and when not asked, another woman came up to my sister at a celebration of life and said, you know, I first met your dad when I came to town and I was not in a good spot. She said, I was not in a good spot. I was struggling to put food on the table. I was struggling to keep a roof over my head and I had been fired from my last job. And I, and I went to him looking for a job and my my dad was the manager in his company at the time. And she said he hired me and he could only hire me part-time because that's all he was allowed to hire was someone part-time, but he knew where I was at financially and he knew I was struggling. And so he chose to take three weeks vacation so that, that she could work full-time so that she could work full-time and get her feet back on the ground. And again, it's like stories like these that I get to remember, that I get to take forward with me. And then on top of that, there is the millions and millions and millions of hockey stories. You know, my dad was very much known as a hockey player, as the incredible athlete that he was at a celebration of life, teammates that had played with him. 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years ago showed up. Opponents, people from the other teams showed up to celebrate his life. And my dad was like, he was one of those guys that you hated on the ice, but you loved off the ice and having, you know, your opponents show up at your celebration of life. Like that's something in and of itself. And one message that I read in particular he was the most remarkable hockey player I ever saw. God, was he good, and not only at hockey. And again, like this is the memory. This is the legacy that he was known for who he was off the ice, for his laughter, for his smile. And the reason why today I wanted to share these moments, these memories of my dad with you, not only because it brings me so much joy to celebrate his life, but we have a choice you know, I said that he was far from perfect. He was very human. We have a choice at what we choose to look at. We have a choice of what we choose to focus on, what we choose to remember. And whether this is with a loved one, whether this is within our businesses, I feel like it's so easy. And I see this all the time. I see it with clients. I know that there's plenty of times that I've done this myself where we focus on the shit, to be honest. We focus on the bad. We focus on the things that need fixing versus compounding the greatness versus looking at the beauty of our life versus looking at what's working versus the memories versus focusing on the moments, focusing on the times we feel joy, we feel bliss. And it's so easy to get caught up in this. It's so easy, you know, to look in hindsight, let's say even at your, your year so far, it's easy to see where you're not. It's easy to see the things that didn't work out. What if we make it easier to see? What if we bring forward all the greatness, 
all of the things that did work, all of the lessons, all of the growth, all of the learning, all of the teachings. I had an energy healer say to me once, and this was seven-ish years ago, seven-ish years ago, it's when my husband and I were reconciling and I had worked with this woman for a long time and we're having a conversation and a conversation where I was really seeing not the best, not the best in my husband. And I was bringing a lot of the shit, the negativity forward. And she said to me, and she like looked at me and she sat me down and she said to me, and she said, focus on the good that you see in him. She said, because there's so much good. I see the good in him. You shared so much with me, the good in him. And she said, if you're choosing to reconcile this relationship, focus on the good. And I promise you, that's what you'll see more of. Focus on the good and that's what will compound. Gorgeous, thank you for being here with us, with me today. These conversations, these riffs, these transmissions are seriously life-giving. They nurture my human, they nurture my soul. These are the type of conversations I want more of, and I know you do too. I'm so happy that you're here. It's truly an honor for me to bring my voice to this space. I love you. I will see you back here next week. In the meantime, please come join me on Instagram, Jacqueline underscore Shaw underscore. And if you have women in your world that you feel would love this podcast too, I would be so honored, so deeply honored if you share it with them. I love you. I see you. I'm standing in sacred witness of all that you are. Thank you for going deep with me.